This is Property Today on the Agenda with Morass and Dubai Properties. Hello there and thank you for downloading the podcast for Property Today from the 15th of August. On the programme today, we were joined as ever by the wolf of real estate, Mohanad Al-Wadir. But we also had a special guest, Dr. Mahmoud Al-Barai. Now, he's a senior advisor at the Real Estate Regulatory Agency of Dubai, more commonly, of course, known as RERA. He spoke to us all about the new real estate regulations that have been introduced by the UAE government. Now, many of these regulations refer in particular to people who are planning to buy properties here in the UAE with Bitcoin. Dr. Mahmoud Al-Barai gave us all his insights on how those regulations have been brought in and what they're intended to do. We also caught up on all the latest property headlines that have come into the news over the last few days. And of course, Mohanad Al-Wadir, the wolf of real estate, answered plenty of questions that came in via text and WhatsApp. This is Property Today on the Agenda. With Morass and Dubai Properties. For the most extensive real estate portfolio in Dubai, choose Morass and Dubai Properties. It is time for Property Today. Uh, it's our property segment that we do every single week on a Monday at 11am. And fortunately for me, every single week, I get joined by the wolf of real estate, Mohanad Al-Wadir. He's here in the studio. Hello, Mohanad. Good morning and welcome back. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's so funny that I've been away so long that, that one of my me- my sort of regular co-hosts is actually welcoming me back rather yeah, than the other way but, around. But you've been missed so much. And I was Aww. so happy we had a chance to actually... Uh, well, have you have you on the show again exactly. <laughs> last week? Exactly. Yeah, we managed to <laughs> remotely. Yeah, yeah, it was so much fun joining from the deepest, darkest Dorset. Uh, I was literally on the farm. There were guinea fowls running around outside, oh and I was talking about Dubai property. There's such a weird juxtaposition, uh, but no, it was enormously great. fun. And, and, and welcome back. We're so happy to have you back here. Thank you very uh, much. Indeed, your, your energy is uh, is filling the room. It's filling again. the room. <laughs> I haven't had my breakfast yet, but I've had a cup of tea, so I've got plenty of caffeine in me. Now, what's great about having Mohammed in the is not only will he give us his insights into all of the top property stories that we've had over the last few days, but he's also going to be taking your property questions. So do send them in at yes. uh, 4001 or you can WhatsApp us on 04871 But not just Mohammed, he has brought a special guest with him today, haven't you? Yes, finally. He's very hard to catch. He's a very busy man. I'm not going to reveal the mystery guest. Oh, we're going to keep him a mystery yeah, for another so few minutes. Yes. Uh, you're going to love this guest. He's a legend when it comes to real estate. Uh, I personally look up to him. We've been friends for uh, over 15 years. And he has left an amazing mark um, on the real estate industry in Dubai, the UAE, and even the whole Arab world. Absolutely. He is one of the very top people on property, on real estate, in the whole region and the world, as you just said. Uh, So it's an enormous pleasure that we'll be able to welcome into the studio in a few minutes. We are going to... We're going to that. That's called a tease in the radio industry. Ah. It's, yeah, it's keep keep <laughs> you just, listening. I just did my first tease on you the radio. <laughs> there we go, Mohammed. We're, we're training you not just in real estate, but also, although you've had a podcast series, in yes, Arabic, I, I did. Uh, and a radio and a TV show. So yes. you're you're pretty you're pretty established. Let's be honest. Okay, but let's Thank do you. our quick news roundup. Um, one of the big stories that we are covering on the program today is obviously these new tighter real estate regulations that have been introduced. The general gist is that. 
lots of essentially the real estate agents will be required to report certain uh, transactions. Uh, anything above 55,000 dirhams needs to now be subject to additional reporting to the authorities. Uh, also, all real estate agents, brokers and law firms are now obliged to file reports to the UAE Financial Intelligence Unit yeah. on the purchase and sale transactions of freehold real estate properties, including any of the three methods of payment. Interesting stuff, Mohamed. How big a deal is this? This is fantastic because uh, I'm a big fan of uh, more regulations Mm -hmm. and Dubai has been working so hard to build its legal framework and regulatory, uh, you know, infrastructure. And this is going to um, have amazing uh, impact on the confidence levels Mm -hmm. of investors, especially institutional investors, will also help in improving Dubai's and the UAE's ranking globally as a safe city for investment. Um, I've had the uh, honor of working very closely with the anti-money laundry authorities, with the economic department to help in uh, planning and launching these new regulations. Uh, I I really am very happy and I would like to thank officially all the policy setters uh, from the Real Estate Regulatory Agency, RERA, from the economic department, everybody who's working so hard to make Dubai even more safer than it Mm. is right now. Uh, This is great news for the industry. It's going to attract more and more investors. And I think they picked the right timing because we're seeing the whole world coming to Dubai wow, now. Yes. So it's it's a perfect timing to introduce such a new uh, regulation. Absolutely. And I suppose that no longer will people be able to suggest that, that Dubai is a place where you can use maybe dodgy money to buy assets you know there's no there's no washing going on here uh, no and this is a very clear message to the whole world that this is the safest uh, city in the world not just to live in but also to conduct business absolutely uh, really interesting stuff we will be covering that story uh, a little bit later on with our special secret guest yes. <laughs> uh, and the, but there is i mean what's amazing is that despite it being the summer there have been a lot of big property stories not least the fact that Emma Imar has signed a deal with Dubai Holding to fully acquire the Dubai Creek Harbour. This is not a small deal. No, 7. not at all. Point five. That's a seven point five billion with a B dirham deal. Uh, but I'm slightly intrigued as to how come this took place. Okay, so so why why didn't Emar decide to manage it? Itself? Sure. Let me let me clarify a little bit. Emar has built a great reputation as a master developer. They've delivered uh, a across decades now, even during the toughest times, they were able to deliver uh, the world's largest, uh, the biggest, tallest tower yep. in the world at the, mid, at the mid of the infamous <laughs> yeah. economic crisis. Um, uh, but uh, they needed more land. And there were a lot of collaborations between uh, the other big master developers, the likes of Miras and Dubai Properties. So a lot of people, for example, don't know that uh, Dubai Hills, uh, one of the biggest master plans, very well known Dubai, in Dubai now, is the land is actually owned by Miras. And it's a partnership with Amar to build it. Ah. Um, the same thing was happening with Dubai Creek Harbor, um, one of the most exciting uh, developments in Dubai. Again, it was a partnership between Dubai Properties and Amar uh, to co-develop it. The land was owned by uh, Dubai Properties. What's happening right now is very interesting because Amar has decided to actually acquire the land. Um, and this is good news for both master developers. I mean, um, when it comes to looking at these big master developers, uh, uh, Dubai Properties and Miraz have the biggest land bank in the entire, I would say, UAE. They're the biggest, most credible. They're supported by the government. They're part of Dubai Holding. Mm. And Amar is a very reputable, uh, publicly listed uh, master developer that has a great track record. So now Amar is able to actually acquire the full project. And I think this is a good timing again because the market is recovering, is doing very well now. So... 
Amar took over the full development and injected liquidity in the operation of Dubai Holding Real Estate. So it's great news also for Dubai Properties and Miras because I'm sure they're going to be using these funds to yeah. uh, develop even more exciting projects as part of the bank land that they have. So it, it shows, I suppose, again, a, a greater private confidence in the market. So obviously yeah. you've got Dubai Holding is, is, is a public, is virtually a government-owned yes. organization. And then you've got MR as a private organization. If, if MR's investing that much money in land in this country, then they often obviously feel that the profits are there to be made. They don't need the backing. They don't need the security of the government. Of course, but, but they are supported. And there's yes. also <laughs> an interesting piece of news uh, here uh, is that now uh, Dubai Holding Real Estate has become the second largest shareholder in Amar because part of the deal, it wasn't all cash. It was cash and shares. So okay. it's exciting to see all these big, big mega master developers that are very reputable um, planning strategically how to work together. And this is all for the benefit of Dubai and its real estate sector. You can see it's a real sort of tapestry of contacts, you know, and they're sort of winding around each other, almost like a plait around each other. I would not want to have wanted to be a lawyer working on that deal. Uh, <laughs> but very, 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 very good move. Very exciting. 7.5 billion deal. Uh, we've also been talking about golden visas earlier on the program today. Yeah. Uh, and uh, this sort of ties in with that because apparently more Indian people are seeking a home in the UAE after that ease in the the golden visa regulations. Uh, there's an increase in demand for luxury residences. That's as more rich Indians opt for a second home in Dubai and also in the other Emirates. That's according to property consultants. Uh, developers in Dubai say that they've started holding property expos in India to make buyers aware of the new rules and their benefits. And according to data from DXB, Interact.com, property sales in Dubai, of course, rose 60%. 6 0 on year in the first half of 2022 to offer for, to over 43,000 units. That was a value of 115 billion and that was up 87%. My goodness, I thought things had sort of cooled down a little bit, but no, it's still no. rolling. And, and, and Dubai keeps wowing the whole world. Uh, the momentum keeps going. Yeah. Uh, this year is a record year. The first half of 2022 is definitely a record half, uh, I would say, since uh, more than 13 years. Yeah. So it's, it's, again, a very big message to the whole world that the whole world is witnessing political health and uh, financial instability. Mm-hmm. And that's why Everybody is moving to Dubai. All the, you know, the funds of institutional private funds are coming to Dubai. Uh, Indian investors have always been on the top 10 uh, list of, you know, people who are interested in the real estate market in Dubai. So I'm not surprised. And they were given an amazing incentive. The golden visa is a dream come true to anyone. Mm -hmm. You know, being able to uh, have a golden visa in the UAE is a beautiful thing. It comes with so many benefits. Um, so, yeah, uh, they've actually lowered the ceiling to uh, 2 million dirhams, which is fantastic. You know, initially it used to be uh, 5 million and 10 million dirhams. Now it's been reduced to 2 million dirhams. And again, I think it was done at a very perfect timing, which shows how strategic the policy setters are yeah. uh, in coping with and how fast they are, how flexible and fast they are. In, in coping and, and capturing the opportunities that are happening all over the world. There's definitely a real buzz. I, I mean, it always happens every time you go home for the summer. You miss your family, you miss your friends. And so what you try to do is encourage them to move to Dubai yes. because I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm signed up till, till I hope they invent pensions so that I can stay forever. Um, but literally, I've never had such a high level of interest from friends yeah. who actually are like, yeah, you're right. 
it does feel like the center of the universe right now. It does feel safe. It does feel that, you know, we've got this massive recession building around the rest of the world. Obviously, we are um, protected by the fact it's an oil producing nation, but not just that. It is by decisions that are being made by the government that make you feel that that there's an evolution, that there's momentum in this country, yeah. which does you don't necessarily get a sense of in Europe or the States. And you know what? I have to uh, quote His Highness Sheikh Mohammed bin Zayed. I remember at the mid of the COVID crisis, he went on national TV and he had a beautiful short quote to the whole nation when he said, uh, don't worry. You know, uh, he, he just said that. Yeah. And, and it was a message that made everybody gave them the assurance. And guess what? He walked the talk. And yeah. it's true. We are now experiencing... Uh, a beautiful, you know, uh, wave of uh, uh, health, uh, safety, uh, political stability, uh, economical growth. It's definitely the center of the world right now. <laughs> it does feel that way. I haven't just drunk the Kool-Aid. Honestly, it does, it does feel quite buzzy at the moment. It's very exciting. This is Property Today on the Agenda. With Morass and Dubai Properties. For the most extensive real estate portfolio in Dubai, choose Morass and Dubai Properties. We've got not one but two fantastic guests in the studio. It is property today. We do it every single Monday from 11 a.m. Uh, and uh, last an hour, we have Mohanad Alwadir in the studio. He is the wolf of real estate. Uh, we're very lucky to have him with us. Right, Mohanad, we are discussing a big story, aren't yes, we? Yes, and, and uh, you sh- they should have heard what you were talking about, you know, just a <laughs> few minutes ago while, while the song was playing. Uh, we are in the presence. We have him with us in Prince the studio. Prince um, uh, look, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I, I can talk about this gentleman for maybe half an hour just to introduce all the titles, all the great things he's done for the real estate industry. I'm a big fan. He's a friend for over 15 years. Um, he currently, I'm just going to mention a few of his titles. Please do, please uh, do. He's, he's currently serving as the president of FIAPSI uh, oh. in, in the UAE. Um, you, FIAPSI. You, you're wondering what's FIAPSI. We're going to ask him. We're going to ask him. Yeah, he's okay. going to tell us We're about it. Uh, also, he's uh, a senior advisor in the Dubai uh, government uh, with the mandate to uh, plan to make Dubai a more competitive and sustainable city. Uh, he is also the director of the Middle East City Center um, at the American University in Dubai. Uh, he's a consultant for so many governments, uh, Dubai, Abu Dhabi, uh, Saudi Arabia. He was also, I had the pleasure of working with him uh, when he used to, he was one of the founders and the uh, CEO of the Dubai Real Estate Institute for over a decade, almost 10 years, where thousands, tens of thousands of real estate professionals were licensed and trained in the city of Dubai. Um, so he had he had to do everything, uh, you know. Completely uh, created to that. that 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 course and that process and, and that and regulation. And managed it very skillfully. So um, I'm going to do a drum roll. Yes, let's do that. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm so honoured to introduce Doctor, uh, my friend and uh, a legend in real estate, Doctor Mahmoud El Borai. Well, thank you so much. Uh, this is really. Uh, I'm very glad to be with you today. Thank you. It's an amazing morning to be here talking about uh, our beloved city, Dubai. And just before we start, let me say that we are all products of this country. Whatever success we have achieved, it's because of this country and the support we got. And personally speaking, I always owe my success to His Highness Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid because he is the one who brought me to American University in Dubai, did my bachelor. And on that day when I graduated with the highest, he said, I wanted to continue and never stop in your education. And I have five masters and one doctorate, and this is just Whoa. because of his highness. Yeah. Five glad masters to be, and a doctorate. Yeah. <laughs> and the first one, he said, go and do real estate. So I'm gl- I just found myself in this industry. I love it so much. 
and it's not because it's it's not buildings it's the whole city how uh, this country has been built it's about the economic side the social side the environment side it's about quality of life it's about being the safest country on earth it's about being hospitable it's about 215 nationalities living in a tolerant place or so blessed we're so lucky to be in this country and uh, in different capacities we have we always do our best to make sure that people living in the United Arab Emirates are living a happy life and this is Absolutely. part of the government agenda and thank you Mohanad thank you for <laughs> getting everybody was so jealous outside like they're like so how did you convince them to come to the, the business <laughs> breakfast I tell you something Mohammed from the business breakfast was shocking he was shocking you yeah 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 you might not have noticed but he was fully shocking to try and steal uh, you for, for the business breakfast so we're not uh, going to let you escape we're going to keep you trapped in the studio we will give you food and water and occasional coffee oh great yes um, you that's for the whole segment today <laughs> but you're never I mean we have invited you in to talk about all the uh, really quite a big news story that there's been some big changes is made in uh, the regulatory framework uh, for uh, big deals, basically, for buying big villas, for, for investing large amounts of money into, the, into property in the country. But obviously, we will be, uh, I, I mean, you, you just know everything about everything in property. So, <laughs> so we'll throw all sorts of Not questions really. at you. And you have to explain to uh, Georgia what's Viapsi. Okay. Yes, yeah, start with that. <laughs> That's the first thing. Let's yeah. start with our first question. What is Viapsi when it's at home? You know, when I, I joined uh, one of the government entities a long time ago, my boss at that time that I love so much, he said, I want uh, Dubai to be internationally recognized. So I said, what does he mean by that? I went to Google and started looking at how do we get international recognition in real estate industry? And the first entity I've seen is FIAPSI. I said, oh, the name looks great. What does it stand for? And the, it's International Real Estate Federation, a federation that was established in 1948 in France with 1.4 million members worldwide. Uh, the whole idea is to be the voice of the industry and exchange ideas and best practices. Developers, brokers, investors, experts, architects are all part of it. So I said, this is the best for Dubai. If we become part of this, then we'll be able to tap into this invite developers, investors, make Dubai internationally more and more branded as a real estate destination. It's not about building the tallest tower. No, we're building a destination mm -hmm. that is uh, safe, healthy, quality of life and so on. So we became part of it and we served on the board of directors. Then they asked us to start a chapter in the UAE. And this Brilliant. is how we... And I'm on today as a capacity of uh, FIAPSI president. And I'm also... Let You're me tell president. you a secret. Yeah. The vice Brilliant. president is also sitting next to us. <laughs> Hang on a second. <laughs> I'm the VP of Yapsi. You've you basically sewn up. you basically sewn up international real estate there, yeah. the two of you. You've uh, just got it now. Uh, and honestly, when, when Dr. Mahmoud told me about the idea, I was so fascinated. Finally, we'll have, you know, an international body representing the industry and the voice of the industry. Mm. Uh, so I couldn't say no. I said, yes, I love it. Uh, even if you want me as a secretary on the Yapsi, no. <laughs> I'll do it. But since, since we launched... Um, I have to say FIAPSI has been making a lot of uh, uh, initiatives and it has been making an impact on the industry. Uh, we've done a lot of um, uh, sessions and collaborations with international bodies from different yeah. countries all around the world, workshops, uh, working with the government, with the because, policy setters. You know, it's so important because along with politicians, journalists and real estate agents, the three of us don't always get the best. Well, you're not, you're not real estate mm, agents, yes. but you, you don't get the best rap. You don't get the best reputation. So the fact that you're there working mm. alongside these people to make sure that 
that, for example, they do the right st- they study, they do the right exams, and on, on an international basis, yeah. Yeah. it's good work. To represent the industry and represent Dubai globally. Yeah. This is what FIAPSI is all about. And um, it's it's really an amazing uh, initiative. Um, as Dr. Mahmoud mentioned, it's a very big organization. 1.4 million professionals that are subscribed. It's a subscription-based. Uh, all around a lot the of, world. Mm. And, and I would love to take this opportunity to invite any person who's interested in real estate from any discipline, uh, developers, broker, any service provider uh, to participate and be part of this amazing drive to make sure they can leave their own impact and represent their industry as well, professionally and properly uh, within the UAE and also internationally. It's absolutely fascinating. When sure. we come back, I want to talk about the sort of introduction of these new regulations that yes. have come in and how, how they're going to impact us. I mean, I knew it was going to be a, a wide, a far-reaching, wide-reaching conversation uh, with both of you in the studio. So yeah. I'm really looking forward to that. And, and I know that if you've got any questions, as you can hear, we've got two of the best people <laughs> in the studio to answer them. Uh, somebody here, Zishan, says, I want to establish a real estate business in Dubai. Please advise me. Uh, another one, no questions. I just want to say I've been following Mr. Mahanid on ah. social media for years. He is truly a real estate legend. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you thank for you. the new show. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> <you>. <laughs> uh, no, I promise no one, no one spent a fiver getting that message sent in. It's very <laughs> exciting. This is Property Today on the Agenda. With Morass and Dubai Properties. For the most extensive real estate portfolio in Dubai, choose Morass and Dubai Properties. Hello there. Yes, welcome back. You are listening to Property Today. It is the Agenda's property special. We do it every single week from 11 a.m. on a Monday. And every single week, I am lucky enough to be joined in the studio uh, by Mohaned Alwadia. He is the wolf of real estate. You can follow him on Instagram and Twitter. Mohaned, thank you for staying with us. Thank you so much. And I'm so happy you're back, honestly. Oh, <laughs> you've lovely. been missed, Georgia. <laughs> the more people that say that, the better I feel, I have to say, because I was rather worried that Sonal and uh, Zena were rather, doing rather a good job. No, they were me. doing great, but, but I, your energy was missed here. In oh, the that's very, very kind indeed. And we have also in the studio, rather excitingly, uh, Dr. Mahmoud Al-Barai. He is a senior advisor at the Real Estate Regulatory Agency of Dubai, amongst many, many other international uh, titles. A great pleasure to have you in the studio. So thank you for staying with us. Um, and the reason why we have welcomed Dr. Mahmoud in the studio, uh, amongst other reasons, uh, basically there is a big property story that has been announced in the last few days. The UAE government has tightened its real estate regulations, announcing a range of new rules designed to prevent money laundering. Here is one of the biggest changes. Payments for real estate transactions in the UAE through virtual assets, sale of virtual assets or cash amounts above 55,000 dirhams will now be subjected to additional reporting to the authorities. Now, that is an interesting one, particularly if you've heard of uh, maybe a certain nationality buying houses in Bitcoin. Uh, So that's an interesting one. The other interesting one is that all real estate agents, brokers and law firms are now obliged to file reports to the UAE Financial Intelligence Unit for the purchase and sale of transactions of freehold real estate properties. So that's all quite technical. General gist is that it's all getting a lot more transparent. It's all getting a lot more regulated. And why Dr. Mahmoud, was that decision made? Why are you bringing in these sort of uh, sort of uh, double check system, so to speak? Mm-hmm. Good question. Let me put my uh, FIAPSI hat uh, so I can answer yes. this question freely. 
Uh, one, the UAE has been always about uh, making sure that uh, we, our market is well regulated uh, in different aspects. When it comes to real estate, real estate in the UAE accounts for 10 to 15 percent of the gross domestic product. It's a well, it's one of the assets that attract international foreign investors. And as I told you, we have 215 nationalities. So you can imagine even countries beyond the United Nations record. UN has 193. We have more, 215 nationalities. The anti-money laundering law was passed a few years ago, and the Ministry of Economy actually is the champion of this uh, project, along with different other federal and local government entities. And actually, it, we've been always uh, very harsh on money laundering. So the UAE, any uh, speculation about money laundering, our accusation can lead to fines from from 500,000 to 5 million dirhams can lead to 10 years uh, being in prison. So it wasn't easy at all. But, you know, now the UAE is moving toward the innovative economy. And part of innovative economies, we deal with the virtual asset, we deal with digital currencies. Uh, and we have a new entity in Dubai, VARA, that uh, the virtual assets uh, regulatory agency. So that's continuation of efforts that uh, you will find people who will uh, uh, buy property using uh, 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 digital and uh, bitcoins and so on. So the process is to make sure that as much as we have uh, regulation and guidelines and laws for the uh, cash and mortgage transaction, we also need to have for that part that wasn't covered before, I think. So uh, the Minister of Economy works with the real estate uh, regulators in the UAE. You have seven emirates, different regulators. They work also with the private sector. So as a FIAPC, we've been working with them actually to represent the uh, brokerage. And they think actually, and this is what they've emphasized, Real estate brokers are important in enforcing anti-money laundering law, uh, law because they're the ones who are dealing with investors. So if they have mm -hmm. any suspicion about any source of money from any investor, they can go to something called GoAML and report that and get the clearance from government. So the UAE will continue to be a country that is about clean investment. We welcome investors from all over the world. We make sure that this money is clean, coming from legal and uh, legitimate channels. So it's not like something new. It's not we're becoming strict. No, it's part of its evolving continuation of being of developing a well-reputable market, but at the same time making sure that we don't allow uh, uh, any unclean money into the country. It's so interesting that um, the UAE is already embracing the idea of paying for property with virtual currencies, because I imagine for quite a lot of other countries, they're just coming around to the idea of virtual currencies per se. Many countries have banned them, for example. Mm -hmm. Do you think, um, with your international hat on, do you think that the legislation that you've introduced here for paying for houses and all property mm -hmm. with virtual currencies will be replicated in other countries? You know, is Dubai leading the way, so to speak? Definitely. We've seen actually Dubai leading the way from before COVID, but actually COVID gave us a very vivid uh, evidence that Dubai is the center of the globe in many ways. Uh, Dubai is the only government in the world that has a virtual asset regulatory agency. Dubai is the only country that's act being innovative and having a future museum, museum for the future. So we are living in the future. Sheikh Mohammed Rashid, he wants us to bring the future to present. 
So when it comes to uh, uh, bitcoins and such uh, uh, using the uh, uh, virtual currencies and buying uh, a property, we've seen few developers here actually announce that they sold uh, a couple of hundred millions of dirhams of transactions like Damak, for example, it was in the news. So uh, I see from my FIAPSI involvement being with so many governments that they're still hesitant. They want to see Dubai. If Dubai succeed, then this is a precedence and they will take it forward. But we see most of the international real estate market regulators are still traditional, are still the old mentality. Everything is, you know, documented. Everything is paperwork. You go through a lawyer, you go through a conveyancer, six, seven weeks to get one transaction. In Dubai, in UAE, 10 minutes, you get your title deed, you become the new owner. So it's, it's completely... What I want to say with full confidence that this country invested so much in the infrastructure. Mm-hmm. By infrastructure, I mean the digital infrastructure. When Sheikh Mohammed in 2000 said, I want a smart government, no one at that time knew. But he built, and today we're harvesting. Uh, the data, the information, the laws, the regulation, the technology are all enablers, enablers of success. When Sheikh Mohammed was asked 20 years ago, how much you achieved for your vision, he said 10%. A few years later, he said 6%. Because the vision get bigger. And how we get bigger? By bringing the future into the present. And I just want to add to this, and it's actually a question to you, Dr. Mahmoud. Um, a lot of people in the news, they portrayed this as a negative news. It had a kind of a negative sentiment to it. They're more tightening the restrictions and stuff. Do you see it that way? Or do you see it as um, a way that will actually give more confidence to institutions, especially investors, mm-hmm. to come and feel more comfortable and more safe? Uh, in transacting and building portfolios here in, in, in Dubai. Mohanad, I agree with you. And we both agree that hot money and money laundering is bad for economies worldwide. So we are telling you that this will add more stability. This will make sure only end users and long-term investors will come. It's not the speculators. So this is good for the market, for people who are looking at stability, for people who are looking at uh, uh, being in a market that is uh, stable, that is safe. This, mm. is, uh, this is the best news. And again, the UAE has been always actually advocating and uh, do, taking measures against money laundering. So it's not a new. So what we're saying is that it's more of a reporting, more of a transparency. Correct. And this is good for the market and should welcome it with positivity. Awesome. I mean, really interesting to hear that. And, and also fascinating to hear how uh, the UAE is already embracing the concept of paying for houses with digital currency. I mean, I, we just had a conversation about an hour ago with the team from the, the Future Foundation, how they're going to bring 400 mm-hmm. futurists to the UAE to discuss, you know, foreseeing things into the future. You do get this sense of this. I mean, I keep coming back to it. It's a word that Brandy uses on the business breakfast as well. Uh, this sense of momentum, you know, it doesn't, you don't slow down in this country, you know, it does just keep going. There's so much going on. This is Property Today on the Agenda. With Morass and Dubai Properties. For the most extensive real estate portfolio in Dubai, choose Morass and Dubai Properties. We are discussing on the radio show today. It is Property Today. Uh, we do it every single Monday from 11 a.m. And luckily for me, I get joined by Mohanad Alwadir, who is the wolf of real estate. Even luckier for me today, I have not one but two real estate experts <laughs> in the studio. We also have Dr. Mahmoud Al-Barai. He is a senior advisor at the Real Estate Regulatory Agency of Dubai joining us. We tempted him, him in or, or brought him in, reeled him in with the suggestion that we were going to talk about these latest regulations that have been brought in to prevent money laundering. But we're now going to cruelly 
ask him to answer your questions. Uh, he's not been allowed to leave. Uh, we, we, we're, we're, we're using his expertise because lots of questions have been coming in. Um, first of all, this one said Zishan. Uh, he says, hi, Mr. Mohanid. Hi, uh, Dr. Mahmoud. I want to establish a real estate business in Dubai. Please, can you advise me how I should go about it? I think uh, Dr. Mahmoud should answer this since he was the CEO of the Dubai Reset Institute for over 10 years. <laughs> 10 so years, huh? he would be the best to answer this. I told you we had to keep you in the studio <laughs> yeah. for a reason. Having so many hats is an issue. But uh, Mr. Zishan, uh, thank you for the trust in Dubai. This is the best place to do your real estate business. So if I were you, I would go and look at the uh, land department website and see which activity you want to be specialized in. Are you looking at real estate brokerage? Uh, are you looking at uh, development? Are you looking at owners association management, consultancy and choose your field? And you will find all the required documents that you're supposed to go through. And it's a straightforward process. It can be done in one day. So just make sure that you know which field you want to be in and make sure that uh, uh, everything is there on the website and uh, good luck and let us know if you need any help oh that's amazing so very very clear answer you just need to go to the website there are uh, exams you have to take uh, currently no okay. so uh, the exam has been actually uh, being put in hold yep. so he can do it without an exam oh, wow well, it's much easier now <laughs> yeah even quicker which yes. is brilliant uh, really good news okay so let's get down to the fundamentals here is it worth investing in a house in Murdiff or Damak Hill Lagoon right now? How is that market looking for the future? That's a question that's coming on our texts. Uh, I think definitely uh, it's, it's a good time. Uh, we're all witnessing uh, the momentum that the Dubai property market is going through, and it's only going to get better. If they just look at the numbers, the forecasts um, uh, locally, regionally and globally about the Dubai uh, property market, it's all very positive. So definitely I'd recommend it. The projects he mentioned are good. Uh, he must just take into consideration if he's buying off plan, he has to make sure that the project is registered. He's paying only into the escrow account. I would like to mention a project that they really like. It's one uh, one of the projects for our sponsors uh, oh. from Dubai Properties, Modern Ar-Ranim. Uh, definitely add it to your list. It's an exciting project. They have uh, amazing sizes, the biggest in their category in terms of townhouses. And exceptional value for money. Uh, Modern uh, is a 10-year-old project, very well established. They really surprised us pleasantly when they announced the launch of this new phase. Uh, And I see it as a great opportunity for any person who's looking for a house to buy, to live in, or even as an investment. Uh, Kazim asked that question. He also wanted to clarify, do I get a visa if I invest in a house below 1 million? Dr. Mahmoud answering uh, this one. I recommend going through the immigration website, but as far as I know, uh, 750,000 can get you a three, re, a, three, a three years residency. Correct. Just go there and check on the requirements. Uh, you will find also if you invest 2 million uh, in off plan, according to the latest changes uh, in the federal government, you can get a 10 years residency. So uh, uh, it, it's, it's, it's worth it going and checking the information from the immigration website. But yes, you will. Fantastic. Uh, Dimple's got in touch. He's been a realtor since 2005. He's got some suggestions here. Uh, He'd love uh, events, frequent events with estate agents where they can discuss the problems and make suggestions for the growth and improvement of the real estate sector in Dubai. Is that something that you guys organise? Uh, yes, definitely. And uh, we were just talking earlier about uh, FIAPSI. Uh, I mean, uh, we're in the present, <laughs> presence of the president of the FIAPSI. If people have just tuned in, you need to say what FIAPSI is again. It's the International Real Estate Federation. So 
it's it's a body that uh, gets the real estate market together. They think about and co-think about the future of the industry. If they have any concerns about regulation policies, we raise them to the regulator. If they have any suggestions to working with other stakeholders, we work out with them. So please join us and we'd uh, love it. It's the best platform for anybody who wants to have a voice in the real estate industry. So it's a, like I would like to invite anybody who works in real estate to just look it up and become a member. Uh, lots of questions about golden visas and how much uh, this, this new rule that you only need to have 2 million dirhams to get a golden visa. Sure. Uh, however, I'm, this person said, if I I buy a property and it's less than two mil mm-hmm. will i be able to apply if or when the value rises to above two mil uh, yes the answer is yes but you have to get an official uh, certified valuation report of the property and when it's valued at two million or above you can just contact the relevant authorities and apply it's become so easy now and it's a fantastic opportunity for anybody who wants to get a golden visa. Visa. Oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. Dimple is a she. Uh, my apologies. My goodness me. Am I am I falling into the, the wrong pronouns already? Uh, Dimple, thank you so much for the, uh, your message and thank you for listening. You heard that we answered your question, so there you go. Um, another question's come in now, and we are getting down into the nitty gritty. It's so funny because you two are such experts, and you know you know all about the rules and regulations that are changing. You know all about the massive developments that are coming through. But of course, the questions that we want to ask you are very fundamental. Things like, uh, my question is, as a tenant whose property is listed for sale, what are my requirements for allowing viewings when my contract doesn't have a showing or entry clause? That's real nitty gritty there, isn't uh, it? No, it, it's fine. It's, it's very straightforward. Uh, I mean, uh, as a tenant, they need to respect the wish of the landlord, but of obviously with uh, within the boundaries of respect. So if the landlord or their agency uh, are trying to you know, pressure uh, the tenant and try to conduct a lot of viewings that are disturbing their ability to enjoy the property, they have the right to stop them. I think a reasonable notice is acceptable. Uh, And at the end of the day, uh, they're they're guests in this property as tenants. So they need to take care of it and just allow the landlord to achieve their goals within the boundaries of respect. Yeah, it's about mutual respect in those situations. I often find that that whenever I ask questions about, you know, rent going up or negotiations with your landlord, ultimately it just comes down to having a sensible conversation nine times out of ten. Right, uh, end of the hour. How on earth has that happened? It's moved so quickly. It's been an absolute pleasure having both of you in the studio. Uh, It's not often I get two of the world's, uh, well, the UAE's, uh, well, no, world. Because you do the international thing. Uh, Experts on real estate in the studio at one time. I've sort of slightly scattered my thoughts around you because there's been so much going on. Uh, But it has been wonderful to have you in the studio. I just want to thank you for coming back to us. I want to thank Dr. Mahmoud. I know he's very busy. And I want to send a big thanks to our sponsors, Dubai Properties and Miraz. And obviously to AR and Dubai I 103.8 for having us here. Oh, a pleasure. Uh, Dr. Mahmoud Al-Barai, Senior Advisor for the Real Estate Regulatory Agency of Dubai. Please come and see us again. Please. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> I, I will bring him again. Amazing, <laughs> sure. amazing. We, we, we've been promising everything. We've been like, like, what cakes do you like? How do you prefer your, what, how do you prefer your coffee? True. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with also, obviously, Mohanad Alwadia, who joins me every week. He is the Wolf of Real Estate. Make sure you follow him on Instagram and on Twitter. Uh, and make sure you follow us. And we will be back with another edition of Property Today uh, live on Mondays at 11 a.m. Make sure you mark it in your diary.